Welcome to the Kimmy Travels Podcast. I'm your host, Kimberly Walter. I am an expert expat and a slow traveler who spent nearly 15 years abroad. Join me as I talk about a variety of topics surrounding all things travel, living abroad, and social issues. Pull up a seat as I share some of my most exciting stories and experiences. You'll also hear from my fellow Globetrotters, and you'll get my take on what's going on in the world. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Kimmy Travels podcast. Uh, This week, we have a very special episode because we are inviting our first guest. Round of applause, round of applause. So I would like to uh, extend a warm welcome to Lorena. Lorena Mosquera Garcia is a coordinator of English at Instituto Departamental de Bellas Artes in Cali. She holds a BA in teaching literature from Universidad del Valle, and she's worked as an ELT leader for different programs organized by the Ministry of Education as part of the Colombia Bilingue program. So welcome, Lorena. Well, hi, thank you. I feel honored. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm also honored to have you as my very first guest on the podcast. So I just want to tell everybody how we know each other, and then we'll get into this week's episode. Um, So Lorena and I met in Cali, in Colombia, because I was part of the Bilingue program put on by the Ministry of Education. And that was way back in the summer of 2017. So when I went to Colombia for this volunteer program, Lorena was my coordinator. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that program? Well, the program was beautiful. One of the, I think for me, I feel really proud to have been part of this. It it was a a program that the Ministry of Education had to um, help students in public schools uh, improve their English level. And uh, so part of the program, and that's the part where you were in, uh, consisted in bringing foreigners to Colombia and from different places, of course, they, they, they had to speak English, to, to work side by side with the teachers and, uh, and help students learn the language by practicing with someone from another place, learning about their culture, and most of the of the of, of these um, assistant teachers, uh, they were uh, from English-speaking countries, but not only. We had people from from different countries as well in Africa, countries in even uh, Europe, and so it was really nice to have students learn about not only the language but also the culture of the countries where it's spoken and different countries where it's become uh, a second language. So mm-hmm. it was it was really nice program. I'm glad that you uh, had a great time as coordinator. <laughs> and I'm really glad that we were connected, that you were my coordinator. So basically she helped, you know, a group of us that were assigned to that city kind of get settled. She even helped me like take the buseta because I was like, this bus <laughs> is never coming. <laughs> And after that, like we became really good friends. I'm really glad to have you here and to have met you. So the topic of today's uh, episode is about the strikes that are happening currently in Colombia. 
So I was first made aware of a general strike on April 28th, that's 2021, when I saw a bunch of my friends posting on the socials about the general strike. So I just did like a quick, you know, Google search to see what was happening. And I, I learned about that tax reform. So do you want to tell the audience kind of what was the general strike about? What did it include? Who organized it? Just give people who may not have heard uh, about what's going on in Colombia an idea um, about the strike. Well, around the 15th of April, our president, uh, Ivan Duque, uh, I mean, presented a proposal, a tax reform proposal that was intended to help the country's economic uh, recovery during the COVID-19. But it was very criticized because this uh, tax reform was very harsh and it was uh, really uh, harming working and middle class. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so, I mean, that, that caused a lot of criticism and outrage uh, because we have been hit really hard by the COVID-19 mm-hmm. and uh, not only in terms of the, our health, but also in, in terms of our economy. Mm-hmm. So a tax reform was not what people was expecting from the president right now, especially mm-hmm. in that something so hard, because it was really, it was, it was really hard. <laughs> and uh, so the unions, I mean, and there's all the unions, I mean, like, uh, gathered and uh, decided that they were going to go on a strike and that so they were i mean like i'm talking about like the teachers union the uh, transportation union and uh, so they were the ones who organized the strike at the be- at the beginning at the beginning so if all of these unions are coming together did they have a lot of public support against the strike like tell me a bit of like the demographic of people who are upset or who are taking part in the strikes? Well, the things that at the beginning, it was something organized by the unions, as I said before, it was mm-hmm. mostly um, teachers, uh, students, and the things that with the time we realized that, hey, I mean, like there's a lot of uh, the population that are, mm-hmm. that are feeling affected by what's happening and by the reform. And not only mm-hmm. this, because if that was like the, I don't know, like what well, started everything, but now we have, uh, for example, next Monday, the president said that he was going to meet uh, the, the organizers of the protest, mm-hmm. and he's going to meet people from the universities, students, mm-hmm. um, unions, but uh, the biggest unions, transportation, mm-hmm. and, and also indigenous communities. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I mean, it's a lot of people. It is a lot of people because there are, besides, you know, COVID being so horrible, right? People, Mm -hmm. I read a statistic about the level of poverty that, uh, you know, 42% of the population had kind of been plunged into because the Mm -hmm. situation with COVID was so, so extreme. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense to me that so many different people are all coming together. And what Mm -hmm. started as, you know, this tax reform strike I think it kind of gathered a bunch of steam and everyone's like, what about women's rights? What about indigenous people's rights? What about, you know, mm-hmm. the minorities and police brutality? That became mm-hmm. kind of also like a forefront. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been seeing in the news, well, <laughs> say we, people have been seeing in the news about 
uh, Colombia. So it, it wasn't just Cali, but the strikes were in Medellin and Bogota and, you know, all of the, the big cities. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, Cali has been kind of the focus of, of you know, as the strike has progressed. So mm-hmm. you are living in Cali. So can you tell us what the situation is like there today or what you've seen? Well, Cali is like you said, it's like the center of these of this protests right now because mm-hmm. uh, the first day of the, of, of the strike was uh, April the twenty eighth. There were marches all over the country, but the biggest were here in Cali, mm-hmm. and uh, and most of those marches stopped by the twenty ninth. People were, I mean, we were still on strike, mm-hmm. but we were not having as many marches in other cities, but in Cali, uh, marches continued. Mm-hmm. They started on the 28th, and they are still going, 10 days. 10 days straight, later, right? Yes, exactly. And and in, in other cities like Bogota, Medellin, uh, Cartagena, I mean, the biggest cities, uh, there was there, there were marches on the 28th, and then again on, the, on May the 1st, mm-hmm. uh, between the April the 29th and the 30th, we still have a lot of marches here in Cali, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's when the when the police brutality started, okay. uh, also because protests here were massive, mm-hmm. uh, and it makes sense because Cali is one of the cities that's been like the most affected by uh, by the uh, I mean like economic uh, and stress in the in the, the last. The last year, I would say, after the pandemic, but even before that. Okay. So, so that Cali is right now like the center of the protests because it's it, it from the very beginning it was like mm-hmm. the, the the city where most of the protesters were. I mean, like, uh, would you see more protesters? That's mm-hmm. the first thing, and also because the uh, the first reaction of not the president necessarily, but mm-hmm. uh, Alvaro Uribe, who is a very I mean, like, um, let's say it's a big political figure here in Colombia. I don't want to have any biases. Okay. Uh, okay. So and uh, so he and he tweeted basically encouraging the military to respond with violence to, wow. to against the protesters. But and only in Cali or all the protesters? All the protesters. The thing is okay. that the, the protests were. Bigger, happening way bigger here in okay. Cali, exactly. Okay. And uh, and the things that uh, being the the as important as he is, mm-hmm. and whatever he says, it's really taken into consideration. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the the since the first date, uh, we have a lot of um, mm, videos on the internet, mm-hmm. uh, live uh, uh, from on Instagram mm-hmm. and uh, showing this police brutality, the abuse, the violence mm-hmm. against the protesters. And mm-hmm. uh, and then on May, the, on April the 30th, sorry, uh, there were uh, reports of people being killed okay. and, uh, and even uh, a rape. And mm-hmm. uh, so that, that, I mean, Made people furious, and mm-hmm. uh, and even even Twitter uh, forced the uh, our former president Alvaro to to delete his tweet. Uh, but you know that 
the damage had already had already been done. Exactly. So you said. And the, and the um, that, I, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. To no, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. And and also the precedent, uh, not as directly as Alvaro Uved, but he uh, he also, I mean, like ordered some strong reaction from the police, and and, and, and instead of talking about. I mean, talking to people and trying to solve the, the situation, he mm-hmm. he decided to to show, I mean, like how powerful police can right. be. So to show the force of the military. Exactly. So from what I've read, of course, you know, correct me if I'm wrong or if my facts are not quite right. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I heard that in the beginning they were trying to, you know, kind of in inject you know, I think it was like 6 billion US dollars is the equivalent. Mm-hmm. And then because of the protest, they said, okay, okay, we're going to like back down just foreign, mm-hmm. foreign change. And mm-hmm. then like the finance minister stepped down and then they're like, okay, forget the tax reform, but the strikes continued. And with this continuance right. of the strike, that's when Duque was like, okay, we're going to show our power with the military. And is it Esmad? How are you saying mm-hmm. this group? Oh, okay. So, well, actually, um, presidents like order to, I mean, like act strongly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm using euphemisms here because I, I want to be politically correct. But okay, I mean, you can be politically correct, but you can also no, be no, really? like, okay. say like it is. <laughs> okay, okay. The people wanna know. <laughs> okay, good to know. Uh, so, I mean, like actually. He was very criticized because instead of uh, withdrawing the proposal, the tax reform proposal, what he did was to respond with, I mean, like inciting violence. That's Mm -hmm. pretty much what he did. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, And then after the the first, let's say, mm, encounters with the police from the protesters on the the 29th, on Mm -hmm. April 29th, on the 20th, on the on the 30th. Uh, we have huge protests and uh, like marches all over the country. And now it was not only Cali, it was everywhere. And right. they were bigger because people were outraged mm-hmm. uh, by uh, the government's response. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were asking for some changes and people were mar- marching. Uh, yes, mostly uh, peacefully. Mm-hmm. And there were some... Uh, you know, some damages at mm-hmm. property mm-hmm. and like the big media was mm-hmm. that, that like the, the, the biggest uh, media broadcast. That's what they were showing. Yes. And, and, and it's, it seemed like everything was under, um, I mean, like, like out of control, especially right. in Cali. Right. Uh, but the media has, is, has this way of distorting the truth. We had in the, you know, last summer, the big Black Lives Matter protests. Mm-hmm, exactly. you, you always will have vandals. And what the media mm-hmm. does is try to change, you know, the script and be like, whoa, mm-hmm. look at these people. Look at the target that got burned. Look at the buses are getting burned in mm-hmm. target. Oh, they turned over a police car, property damage, which everything is mm-hmm. insured. And they're negating the reason for the strike, you know? Mm-hmm. So exactly. girl, I know all too well how that narrative goes. <laughs> that's that's exactly what mm-hmm. happened here. And the thing is that, it, yes, it did happen. I mean, we're not mm-hmm. going to deny that mm-hmm. there, was, there was some vandalism, that's true. And, uh, and 
but that was just a small portion exactly. of what happened. Exactly. And that was all with the media, like the big, I, I, I want to say that the big broadcasters were showing mm-hmm. because we also have a lot of independent uh, reporters that were showing different aspects of the, right. Of, right. Of the strike. And, uh, and that's the good thing about social media. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. if it wasn't because of this, we... I mean, nobody would know what's happening right now. Exactly. Like, we have to use our voices. We have to use our platforms to show Mm -hmm. the reality. Because if Mm -hmm. we were only letting the big media heads tell us what was happening, like, we Mm -hmm. would see, like, death, destruction, (laughs) you know? And it's like the vandalism, what's happening? And they just, that's what they want because it's so sensational. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to ask, like, who's backing these mm-hmm. people like where is that money coming from like why are they trying to change the story so I mean that's you know one of the reasons I really wanted you to come on because you are mm-hmm. in Cali you are Calenia and mm-hmm. I want people to know from somebody there on the ground what it's really what's really happening like what's going on yeah we also have something that's <laughs> it, it sounds funny but one of the biggest I mean like it's RCN it's like a Huge national uh, in, in TV TV news and uh, and people in Cali were having a lot of this these marches. I mean, you know how we always want to dance and sing mm-hmm. everywhere yes. all the time. Yes. So of course there was, of course <laughs> there were singing. There, there was a lot of singing and a lot of dancing <laughs> during the marches and and also because there were a lot of musicians involved and mm-hmm. and giving concerts. I mean, like at the beginning, it, it actually seemed like you were in, in, in I mean, like part of a, of a carnival. Some sort yeah, of like, like the feria. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, it was, it was kind right. of like that I mean, in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was, that was not what was being shown. And, uh, and what this uh, RSN, what they did was that they, people were, you know, protesting still. I mean, they were singing, but they were still protesting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and what they they showed on the, on the news was that, according to them, people were celebrating that um, the president has said that he was going to make some changes in the, in the. No. Yeah, <laughs> it was so obvious. Everybody, I mean, yeah, everybody. And, and, I can't. That was actually, I mean, I want to say I can't believe it, but. But yeah, I know. Oh my goodness! Yes. Like oh look, so, everyone's so happy. That's what they say, you know, it's like, I have a quote up, like, if you were silent about your pain, they will kill you and say that you enjoyed it. So you have to use your voice, you have to amplify, like you need Mm -hmm. to speak up. It's so important, because I mean, as much as we're trying to get the truth out, they're trying to, you know, change it around. And like you said, literally tell a different story. Exactly. And And uh, there are probably people that believe that, like, oh, it's great. Look, look at them. They're dancing now. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was that was ridiculously funny. I mean, how can they? I mean, how can they do something like that? It was so obvious, mm. but it still mm. it happened. And mm. uh, and and again, the, the, I mean, thank goodness for social media these days right, because right. that's the only way that we have of showing what was happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, and actually. I feel like the only reason we're having this conversation now mm-hmm. is because the news started, I mean, like it, it being shown in on social media all over mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and it's sad to say that uh, I think that the president 
was a little more moved by people like Justin Bieber and Kim Kardashian. I mean, <laughs> posting about Colombian situation mm. by I mean than by what what's actually happened here mm. happening here because mm. in I mean. Our presidents, uh, they they always like to to look good, and I'm um, outside, like on the world stage, right? Exactly. Right. And actually, that was a little bit of what the, the tax reform was about. Was mm-hmm. uh, it was Colombia is going through a, a an economic crisis, and it was a way of the, the way of the president of showing the, uh, uh, I mean the. the investors from other countries mm. that yes we can we, we 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 can be strong we are going mm. to recover from this mm-hmm. that's what what he he was intending okay and uh as good as it sounds the thing is that uh also something that 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 people criticized a lot was that the fact that uh the past year colombia was one of the countries like all over the world that invested mm-hmm. more money in military during the pandemic mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and also some of the money i mean like some of the of the aids that that people were were like asking from the government mm-hmm. yes of course we have some aids some um, pandemic related aids but there was a lot of that going through big enterprises right and, uh, right and uh, and, and not you know trickling down to people who exactly. really needed it okay exactly. so I, I just want to be extra clear here about the tax reform. Like, can you give some details about how that was structured? Like who well, would have been affected? What was taxed? Um, things like that. Well, I, I mean, in summary, everything, even okay. death. <laughs> okay. Life That's and more death, to die. <laughs> okay, and okay. Yes, it was, it was, uh, uh, at the moment we, I mean, we have, some uh, we have this the VAT we have mm-hmm. this this tax and then it's applied on, on some some um like uh, some of the things that you purchase but not the 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 basics, the basics. Like food, exactly uh, and the reform uh, proposed that we that a lot more of the basic uh, products and, and were covered by this tax okay so that and, is what I heard like basic necessities that you need every day. Are going to be taxed, and you know it was mostly focused on the middle to lower class uh, mm-hmm. citizens, which had already, as you said, been very hard hit by the pandemic. So you know you're already struggling, right, just to mm-hmm. survive day to day, and then the government's like, oh, by the way, we're going to take a little even more of the money that you don't have. Exactly, and wow. it was, uh, it, it was, I mean, like taxes on milk, mm-hmm. on and. On, on, I mean, like really, like necessities, like everyday mm-hmm. necessities mm-hmm. that we have, but also, also increasing taxes on some, I mean, like a lot of vegetables, mm-hmm. and uh, and also making more people pay taxes, uh, okay. us, and the, like people earning around six hundred and I think it's like six hundred and eighty-seven dollars a month, mm-hmm. which is really not a lot right, uh, right. to live and, and uh, so they were they were to, uh, I mean supposed to take to pay taxes as of next year mm-hmm. and uh, taxes on um, I mean everything so right. it that was and, and that was like the beginning of it mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. the, the, the the biggest uh, reform 
mm-hmm. and in in many years and also the harvest okay yeah yeah so can you tell us how the current situation the strike the protests and everything have been affecting you personally well i think that the i mean what happens with these situations is that sometimes people feel like everything is chaos and mm-hmm. is in and you can go outside because it's war and that's not it is a like bit sensationalized no i know i know and 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 i live in an area where of course i sometimes listen to i can hear the helicopters passing by mm-hmm. and uh and uh it's affecting especially your mental health mm. because how can you go to bed knowing that at night students mostly are going to be attacked right. brutally attacked by right. the people who were supposed to be taking care of them and mm-hmm. the fuss mm-hmm. so so yeah i mean it's mostly and uh, not feeling not feeling uh that people around you are safe mm-hmm. uh I mean and especially say, because you you you're working in a university so these exactly, are like these are your students these and are as my teachers students like you are... feel like these are my it's an extension of your family it's like my babies you want to protect them and take care of them mm-hmm. but at the same time support them because you also mm-hmm. believe in the cause mm-hmm. exactly and 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 also and and you know you know them and you know what's happening and you know that these are these are good people Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want anything to happen to them. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, something else that that I mean that you can see is that there is a lot of I mean there is the food. <laughs> there is there is it, it is hard to to I mean like when you go to the supermarket there's like hardly I mean it's it's they're empty. Right, the and shelves are are empty. Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's it's because some of the I mean like especially the uh, transportation. Protesters are blocking the entrance of the road. Some, they're blocking the road. They're or? blocking the road. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Around, I mean, yeah, like around the, the city borders. So, mm-hmm. so it is hard to, to and uh, and yeah. So food supply, it's been in it's been a, a hard, mm-hmm. and it's just it's been just ten days. Yeah. So. And, so imagine, uh, do you have any idea of how much longer are there any more, you know, organized protests? Do you know when it will end or do you have any kind of estimate? The thing is that um, this is the, I mean, it's the first time in my life that I live anything like this. That I, okay. I mean, in, 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 even though Colombia has a history of, of violence and mm-hmm. I've lived through a lot of that, I mean, like mm-hmm. the... The, I mean, like during the drug cartels era, mm-hmm. and uh, but this type of protest, mm-hmm. and uh, and and this is this is new to me, right. and and it's something that we haven't seen before, and uh, and and the thing is that even though uh, ultimately the the tax reform was dropped, mm-hmm. I mean that the proposal was dropped. Uh, the president said that he's he was going to draft another one. I did see that one. he was like, we're still going to have a reform, but you know. I know. So <laughs> I know. I know. And even though, mm. and even, I mean, he said that he was going to to withdraw it on on this May the second, but I, he did it yesterday. Actually, he 
did he okay. hadn't done it like before that. So it was it was yesterday. I think it was before the, the day before yesterday that he had. I mean, people have to to say, hey, he said he was going to do this, but he hasn't. Mm-hmm. So that was, and but even though he, I mean, the he still dropped the the reform the the ministry of uh, the, the minister of the of economics mm-hmm. uh, quit. Some people are saying that he was proposed for a even higher position in Latin America. <laughs> but uh, so we might like see him return yeah, in another yeah. position. So he's like, I'm stepping higher, down from this actually. role, but I'll be back. Okay. Exactly. Okay. With okay. more power, <laughs> bigger and better, well, better, I don't know. But anyway, so, but even though that happened, people are still protesting. It's because there is like, the reform was like, as I, as I said at the beginning, it, it was like, the initial, let's say, I, I don't want to say like, it, no, it was not an excuse, but it was like what detonated everything. Mm-hmm. But it was, it's not the, the, I think the biggest problem is that, we, I mean, we have huge inequality and there's, mm-hmm. and, and, and as you said, poverty in Colombia, it's around 42.5%. Mm-hmm. That's around. That's a huge portion of the population. People. 20 million people. Exactly. It's mm. all, all, almost half. And when <laughs> we say poverty, I mean, we're not talking about people who, who you know, who get by, like you have salary. I mean, we're talking about people who are barely making ends meet. Mm-hmm. So it's not that the rest of the population is doing a lot better. And mm. uh, so this was, it was, it, 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 Colombia was a ticking bomb. Right, and, and so that's why I really don't know when this is going. To when end. it's going to end? No, I mean hopefully uh, it'll end soon, mm-hmm. but we really don't know. But there's there's no way to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you want the people listening who are outside of Colombia to know about the situation? Oh, well, I want to know that there are civilians being attacked for mm-hmm. protesting, that mm-hmm. people are being killed. Uh, I want people to to uh, stay informed uh, and uh, and to read about the situation and mm-hmm. to and to spread the word. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I mean, like, do what you're doing and, and amplify the voices of mm-hmm. people here in Colombia also, uh, because... If it wasn't for for this, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that that, that that people will know what's happening here. So, so it's not it's not a a, a movie. It's actually happening. Right. This is real. And this is real life. This is real. This and is it's real. always like when you're seeing things on the screen. I mean, and it happened here in the states as well. And I think everything is just kind of exasperated because people are already at the end of their rope because of, you know, the coronavirus. But what mm-hmm. happens is that because we're so still, we can mm-hmm. see, you know, there's you can't like ignore it like, "Oh, I'm so busy. I, I don't have time." We all mm-hmm. have time. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we have to see what's going on. Um exactly. So like you said, with social media, that's how I, I found out about the general strikes and then the police mm-hmm. brutality. And that, you know, really hit my heart because, you know, here in the U.S., it's it's happening 
it has been happening since the history of the country uh, very regularly. And they're targeting black and brown people and, you know, native people. So these are all of the, the groups that are kind of getting the most uh, brutalized by the same mm -hmm. forces that are supposed to be protecting us. So when I saw that that was happening in Colombia, uh, which is, you know, a country that I absolutely love, that I spent, uh, well, what would have been three years <laughs> uh, living there. I just, you know, I want to do whatever I can, whatever I can to help. So and thank you for for really letting helpful. us know, for, you know, telling the people, you know, as someone who's who's there, uh, what is what is going on, that people, like you said, civilians are getting killed and um raped by mm -hmm. the police, by the military, mm -hmm. by these forces that were sent out by the president to terrorize mm -hmm. the citizens. And that just, it can't continue to happen. So a couple more questions. I hope you don't mind. I am okay. a part of all the travel groups. It's actually one of the pieces of advice that I give people is to join all of the, the social media travel groups just so you have like that ear on the ground, you know, of course, listen to the State Department, but also talk to people. Like you said, mm -hmm. you see on the news, death, destruction, but you're like, okay, I'm living my life. The heaviest part for me is, you know, my mental health. And like, I go to the supermarket and I can't find what I need. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm part of this travel group and there was um, a foreigner. Okay. He was American. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say it. <laughs> he was American. And he's like, hey, you guys, I'm in country, right? And I'm trying to get to Cali. But my Airbnb host has like told me it's going to be super complicated. And I really want to go. I don't want to change my plans. Like, what should I do? And I was reading that going, are you crazy? Go somewhere else. Like, <laughs> rearrange. Like, the air they're like, the, the roads are closed. The airport may or may not be open. And once you get there, you may or may not have you know transportation to this wonderful airbnb that you booked like you should mm -hmm. say thank you to the host and i appreciate you for you know saving me trouble of you know walking into something completely unprepared mm -hmm. so if you could say something to people who are either considering traveling to cali or to colombia in the near future what would be mm -hmm. your advice well, my advice is to again stay informed because at the at the moment there are there, I mean the, the the city is I mean like it's not it's not easy to get in here. <laughs> you right. may get to the airport and uh, and then you you may be you may have to walk a lot. In order to get to Cali. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we should just make it clear to people the airport in Cali is not like in Cali. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's like I don't know like 20 minutes away by car driving fast. right <laughs> because it's so, servicing yeah. like two cities so it's kind of like you yeah. know how they do airports airports are always like you know outside of the city yeah. so I mean imagine wherever you are you're like well I'm at the airport and then you're like and now I should Good start luck. walking or what's going to, oh my God, look. And suddenly you're in a protest. You're like, what's going on? Yeah. So, but I think that that's not going to last for, for mm -hmm. long because mm -hmm. that's, that's what, I mean, like, usually in this protest, you, you, I mean, they, they, if they survive longer is because they have the, the support of people. 
Right. But when people can get food because protesters mm -hmm. are not <laughs> letting mm -hmm. uh, the uh, the farmers get into the city, then mm -hmm. people get mad and stop right. supporting. So right. I feel like that's not going to be. Uh, that's the first thing that's uh, okay. going to be. So if after only ten no. days you're already seeing like the food shortage, the food insecurity. Mm -hmm. Um, more people will start to, like you said, say, okay, let's at least open the roads, like keep protesting mm -hmm. over there, but let these trucks through. And they are actually doing it already. There's a, okay. like a humanitarian, uh, how, how, how do they call it? I humanitarian like aid or? Aid. It, something like that. It's like, uh -huh. um, they call it, I'm going to say it in Spanish, Corredor Humanitario. <laughs> okay. So it's like a, it's like a, 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 a group of people helping uh, mm -hmm. the food gets gets passed okay gets so it's kind of like also, a safe zone like hey everybody yeah, exactly we're coming and, and, through police don't exactly. shoot protesters don't throw exactly. rocks we're coming through okay so they've kind of <laughs> it's like, like a truce a like truce that. corridor <laughs> exactly exactly okay like that's that. allowing not only for, for food but also okay. for for a health supply because mm. i mean that there, there are there is health supply thing in shortage in, in hospitals as well yes. and uh and oxygen shortage mm -hmm. because oxygen as well so, that is becoming so i think a, that if if mm. if i'm being honest i think that i mean that's going to be solved in a, uh, sooner rather than later i mean sooner sooner yeah sooner rather than, than later and uh and that's i guess that's the like the if you're a foreigner coming to cali mm -hmm. that's gonna be like the hardest part right now right uh but also as i said it's not like you can do your life i mean mm -hmm. yes we're still in lockdown because it's mm -hmm. you know pandemic can you explain <laughs> what the restrictions are because for example when we in the u.s went on lockdown people were just like yeah no i'm not gonna do that um i want to live my best life so explain to everybody because <laughs> okay. there okay. will be listeners from many different countries and everyone's lockdown okay. could look a bit different so it's different in okay. Europe than it is in Latin America than it is in you know the USA or mm -hmm. Canada so what is your lockdown like okay so you can go outside your house from 5 a.m in the morning to mm -hmm. 8 p.m and after 8 p.m you should go home and mm -hmm. and uh, and, uh on the weekends especially you, I mean, there's lockdown. Nobody can go out, mm -hmm. and because we are on the third wave and mm -hmm. uh, of the of coronavirus, so and it's and, and it's been really hard this mm -hmm. third wave. So uh, on the weekends we can't go out. We, we can still go to, like to the supermarket, and uh, we we are allowed to to do to exercise to like, I mean like or I mean like outside, do some outdoor activities. Um, in the morning from 6 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the morning mm -hmm. but then after that you're supposed to go home and it's mm -hmm. supposed to be like, like exercising mm -hmm. of course people say that they're going to exercise they're not but, <laughs> mm -hmm. but 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 they're not doing it but anyway it's kind of like that so on the weekends it's not easy to 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 go around and go to restaurants and it's not so easy mm -hmm. and uh, it's been happening for the last three weeks mm -hmm. Mm, we have a very extreme lockdown, like at the beginning of the of the pandemic, from March to let's say September last year. Wow. Yeah, it was it was extreme. Like nobody was allowed 
outside. And then now, just, I, I don't want to interrupt you, but when you say that mm-hmm. nobody is allowed, what happens mm-hmm. if you are caught outside during these hours? Oh, there was no violence, no worries. <laughs> it was just that you were sent home, and sometimes with a with a fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sometimes. Okay. So would you say the majority of people respected were, the, the, the were, lockdown? Yes. Okay. Okay. And then there was just, <laughs> yeah, there was just some people going outside and, and uh, you were still allowed to go outside like okay. some days because we, we had something that, uh, where you, you were allowed to go out like on some, uh, some days according to the last number of your um, ID card. Okay. Yeah. So, for example, I was allowed out on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, mm-hmm. and the rest of the days. So, so you know, but only to go to the supermarket and mm-hmm. do some and go to the, the bank. And, exactly. Right. And then Not after for October, a turn it up. <laughs> exactly. No. <laughs> and then after uh, as self, I mean, from October on, I mean, the if there were more exceptions like we can go to to restaurants for example mm-hmm. but not drink alcohol mm-hmm. and then you could drink alcohol but you have to do it outside like mm-hmm. only restaurants that have like uh, these patios and outside mm-hmm. areas and then it was a little bit freer from i mean between november and the first days of december and then we have the second wave and then we started a little a lockdown again, mm. and then opening again, and then lockdown. So right now we're on the on the third wave, and it's a little more strict, but mm-hmm. it's not so terrible. It's not like you can't go out like at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. but you, I mean, it's not like you can go parties on the weekend. Right. Okay. Okay. So like you said, restaurants are open, but with restrictions, what about like clubs or museums or things like that where people would gather or malls? Malls are open Mm -hmm. regardless, even, Mm -hmm. even during the lockdowns, they are open Mm -hmm. because there are supermarkets there Mm -hmm. and and, uh, there are some places where you can go and uh, clubs are not are not uh, open and uh, just maybe during the week until 8 p.m. restaurants mm-hmm. and bars but okay. after 8 p.m. everything is closed and on weekends and on restaurants weekends, are also closed everything is closed okay okay you can right. only go to to I mean you can only have takeouts okay so you've got the delivery services okay awesome that is really really good information like I Oh, it's been really hard for me <laughs> in this situation, especially because a lot of people never took it seriously or they didn't take it as seriously as I thought they should have. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I see how my friends in other countries are being restricted. Um, and then because the vaccine isn't so widely distributed, it's like second wave, third wave, open another mm-hmm. wave. So it's just kind of it's going on and on and on. So I, I'm glad to, you know, as well, get your perspective so that you can share with everybody, like what that looks like in your country. Okay, so Lorena, do you have any last thoughts that you would like to share? Well, well, first of all, thank you very much for, for inviting me to your show. Of it's course. Been, it's been really nice. And uh, last sure. thoughts, <laughs> I feel like... Uh, every time something like this happens, you realize that the only thing that is going to to make a real change happen is empathy, 
mm. uh, you know, solidarity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and kindness. Mm-hmm. And because, because this, what's happening right now is not something that, it's, it's not just because of the tax reform. There is right. a lot going right. on. This, I mean, it's like like you said in the in, in the states, it's happening since Colombia right. is the country. Right. So mm-hmm. the, the, the thing is that people are are talking about it right now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we need a lot of kindness, a lot of empathy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. also a lot of critical thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. it's that's not taught enough at the at, at the schools. Right. We don't repeat what what our leaders. Tell us, but just I mean, yes. really analyze what we what we hear and and absolutely and make the right choices. You were like preaching right now. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this is why we're friends, you know, because we're like we're on the same page. Um, if you don't learn about first of all, and you don't learn from learn from your history and what mm-hmm. happened, and like you said, analyze that. It's like we could not let this happen ever again. Like, how are we going to change it? Like, what steps? need to be made and then like like you said the critical thinking like some people mm-hmm. just accept whatever's told to them by the authority figure and they're like yep yeah, okay that's what it is like whoa 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 mm-hmm. let's think about it so girl virtual high five <laughs> <laughs> yes okay she just did the snap <laughs> So, well, thank you for coming. I I really enjoyed having you on the show. And like we said, just to, you know, get the message out so people realize, you know, a bit about what's happening in Colombia. So I'm definitely going to keep my finger on the pulse, you know, um, of what's going on, all of the developments. And uh, just one more time uh, as our very first official guest on the Community Travels podcast, Ms. Lorena Mosquera Garcia. I'll have all of the links to her socials in the show notes. So be sure to check her out on on her socials and give her a follow. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the Kimmy Travels podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, be sure to share it with others and on social media. You can also leave a review or rating wherever you listen to podcasts. To hear the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Kiamushka underscore Kimi Travels, on Twitter at Kimi underscore Travels, or you can visit my website, www.kimitravels.com. Thanks again, and I'll catch you next time. And remember, enjoy the journey.